This is The Bouquet Toss, a wedding planning podcast brought to you by TheBudgetSavvyBride.com to help you decide what to keep and what to toss from your wedding day plans. Welcome back to The Bouquet Toss. So traditionally, couples have sent out costly, professionally printed wedding invitations with numerous envelopes, inserts, and a variety of enclosure cards with information for their guests. While it's really helpful to be giving all of this info and can be super pretty and a great keepsake, fancy invitations with lots of inserts and add-ons can run anywhere between $5 and $10 each. So then multiply that by how many invites you have to send out. It can be a lot. If you're looking for a more practical take on wedding invitations, you're in the right place. Thanks to technology and the vast amount of resources online, getting the word out about your wedding plans doesn't require fancy printed invitations. There are many ways to inform your guests of your impending nuptials. So this is one area where you can actually save significantly. You may decide to go the digital route, order invitations from a supplier, or create your own wedding stationery. There's tons of options and all of them can be savvy. All of them can fit in your budget. It's just really like we always say, figuring out what your priorities are and having that reflect in the choices that you make. So when you're getting started to just like think about what do we wanna do for our invitations? We've got four questions to ask yourself and your partner to kind of just like get started, help you narrow down the options, figure out what you wanna do. So Jess, can you talk us through these? Yeah, so obviously you'll wanna decide how big of a priority this is for you, first of all. Um, Maybe you're like a paper snob, like I love a good printed invitation, like who doesn't swoon over letterpress? It's beautiful, but so expensive. So if your invitations aren't like a huge priority, that can factor into these questions as well. Uh, So the first question is, how much money are we planning to spend on our invitations, stationery, and other similar items? And you might remember that according to our traditional wedding budget breakdown, stationery traditionally comes in around 2% of the total budget. But depending on how much you have total to work with, this is one lemon you can squeeze quite a bit, (laughs) if that's a way to say it. I love that. Question number two is, do we have the technical skills to design and potentially print and assemble our invitations ourselves, which, spoiler alert, you totally do, no matter how much skill you think you have or don't have. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number three is how tech-savvy are the majority of our guests, and this would potentially come into play if you choose option in question number four, which is would we consider digital-only invitations? Let's, like, stop and pause here for one second. I feel like I'm really passionate about encouraging digital-only invitations (laughs) just because, I mean, obviously, yes, they save trees and, you know, but there's just a level of communication that you can get when it's digital, like making any changes that might need to be made, making any additions, Um, you know, there's a reason why our world is digital and This is like no exception. Um, I also think that this comes really in handy with a wedding website, which is something most people these days have, like no matter what, if you're doing printed invitations, digital, anything, having a wedding website has kind of become like mandatory. (laughs) And that's because of the way that we all live online. It just, it, it makes it so easy to have all of your information in one place. And so I do think that 
since we have embraced the idea of wedding websites being so key to a wedding, there's really no reason that you can't go digital. Now, yes, there are paper snobs like you, Jess, who really (laughs) want, you know, they've dreamed of holding that thing. You know, like I just got an invitation that is so beautifully done. Like they have a family friend who is an artist. So she did a watercolor rendering of the place where they had their first date. And so like when you open the envelope, you first see that. And it's like where it began. And then on the invitation itself, there's like a watercolor rendering of the bride and groom. On the details card, there is like uh, pictures of like some wine glasses. And it's just, it's beautiful. And, you know, yes, having that in physical paper achieves something way different than if that were just digital, 100%. Um, But they were able to work that into their budget, especially well, because they had this connection to somebody who does this, you know. So I don't want to say, like, give up your dream of having something physical to hold on to. But the best hack is printing a few, like one for yourself, one for your parents, one for your spouse's parents, maybe up to even 10 or 12. And then the rest can be digital. I love that, especially like for the older generations, like our grandparents' ages and stuff, like they may not fully understand the choice to go fully digital. So you can do this and just send printed copies to those VIPs on your guest list or the people you know might struggle the most with a digital option. Yeah. I mean, seriously, these days, the options for digital are incredible like the things that people can do um we actually just got it was super cool we got to be judges for greenvelope's new artwork contest where they had designers submit new designs for wedding invitations and we got to comb through all of them pick the ones that we really liked and i mean we liked them all but what i think we came out of that with was how how much of an amazing result you can get they were doing things like cut out, like laser cut and letterpress and making those like expensive embellished styles accessible because it's a digital version. And so there's, I don't know, I just, I think remembering that technology has come so far that, you know, you can achieve something really, really beautiful digitally. And it's not just like sending an email that says like, hey, <laughs> want to come to my wedding (laughs) (laughs) right I I also appreciate that it's like animated like it opens up like as if you are having that in-person experience of like opening the envelope and pulling out the invitation like it really has replicated that experience in such a beautiful way digitally that it's kind of mind-blowing to be honest (laughs) Um, especially if you you know have something really luxe in mind like that letterpress style or laser cut designs like those honestly can cost you so much money to do in printed format and so this kind of gives you the best of both worlds and it's such a savvy option another thing that's a little savvy hack talking about best of both worlds is the rsvps you could do an online rsvp option So this cuts down on having to put the extra little card in there with an extra envelope that then is going to be mailed back and the extra stamp and all of that. 
and you could just have them RSVP right on your wedding website. So you're still getting that feeling of like they get this thing in the mail, they get this beautiful thing they can frame, you know, it's like this wonderful experience. And then you cut down like on half of it by doing an online RSVP. Absolutely. I love this as an option. And I also think another idea is maybe you send your save the dates digitally and then your wedding invitations in printed format. You know, I think there's ways to utilize like the digital options available, but still get a printed invite for the real deal. Yeah. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. You don't have to be like, we are going digital and that's it. And if that's going to make you feel like you're missing out on something. For sure. So another thing that you briefly mentioned is some DIY. And I know you said we all have the ability, even if we don't actually know that we have the ability. Can you talk about some of your savvy recommendations for creating a wedding invitation by yourself? Absolutely. So you don't technically need any design skills. Like if you don't feel comfortable you know, using Adobe or even Canva, which has a free option, by the way, to design something completely custom yourself. There are so many options for templates that you can get online. You can browse Etsy, you can search for your color scheme or your theme. If you're looking for like a boho style or a classic glamorous style, whatever the case might be, you can type those keywords into Etsy and, you know, say like wedding invitation template with your keywords and see what comes up. You might find something you love. And a lot of these options are either editable in a platform like Canva, or some of them use other uh, editing platforms like Cordial or Template. Um, And it essentially just gives you the ability to change the words that need to be changed. Those key details of your invitation, like your name, your partner's name, your wedding date, the wedding location. If you want to change the way the invitation line is, whether it's like, you know, brides, parents cordially invite you to, or if you'd rather it be, you know, you and your partner inviting the guest to the wedding, you can usually change those details to suit whatever your preferences are. And literally you just download it and print it. And some of them even have, you know, integrations with printers where you can just order directly, like you can order directly through Canva. We actually have a whole suite of printable invitation designs on the Budget Savvy Bride that you can customize with Canva just like this. And you can either print them directly through Canva or you can download them and upload them to another printer of your choice. I know a lot of couples will use, you know, sites like Vistaprint or Overnight Prints, or we've actually partnered with a site called Prints of Love that does a really beautiful job and it's very affordable. So that would be my recommendation. But all of these options are super affordable and you're not paying like the retail markup on a lot of these things. And if you can find a free template that you didn't even have to spend money for the template, then it's even more savvy. Yeah. I mean, I just want to like double click on this for a second. These principles that we have on the budgetsavvybride.com, most of them were designed by Jess herself and she is an expert graphic designer (laughs) and they're literally free. So you get to go get this incredibly beautifully well thought out design, open it in Canva. Again, you can get a free account in Canva and change whatever you need to change to make it yours, but you didn't have to design the whole thing. Like you're not picking, I mean, you can if you want, but like you don't have to pick colors. You don't have to pick font types. You don't have to make the 
you know, arrangement of where the words are going to be and all of that stuff. Like a pro designer has done this for you. And now it's so easy to just go in, fix it to what it needs to be, and then either make it digital or get it printed. And part of these, like, let's just remember is the whole suite of things that you need. So I would love Jess, if you could talk through, because it's not just the invitation. It's not just the save the dates. Like what are all the things that are included, you know, whether you're getting using the printables on the site or not, what are all the things that you need to think about included with stationery? Yeah, so there, it can be as, as much or as little as, you know, fits your situation or your budget for sure. But, you know, our templates in particular include an invitation, an RSVP card, a information or directions card or accommodations card. You can create multiples of those if you needed to, if you needed more space for different um, bits of information. Although obviously the more pieces you have, the more expensive it'll be. (laughs) Caveat. Um, Also, all of our templates include a wedding program template, a menu template, signage templates for different things like your guest book or cards table, things like that. Um, Also, table numbers, escort cards, place cards, seating chart, and yeah, pretty much everything you could think of, including a save the date and a thank you note template because you're going to need those after the big day as well literally everything that you need and things that you wouldn't necessarily think about that you want coordinated but how amazing that you get to decide one theme pick out what you want and then you've now done the save the dates before the whole wedding then you're doing the invitations then all the stuff at your wedding you don't have to re-go back to the drawing board and figure out like what do I want my signage to look like what do I want my guest book to look like you've already figured that out And you have the template to make it happen. And then even following up again with the thank yous, like it's another point where there might be friction or decision fatigue or anything like that. And you get it all done ahead of time. We've really tried to make it as simple as possible. And obviously, like Sari mentioned, everything is pre-laid out and there's pre-selected colors for a lot of the designs, but some of them are editable completely. So you could change the color of the motifs on some of the designs. You could change the fonts if they weren't exactly what you were looking for, um, whether you know you choose a different free font in Canva or if you upgrade to Canva Pro, there's even more font options to choose from. And also if you upgrade to a Canva Pro account, and this is not sponsored by Canva, by the way, just to to be clear, Um, I'm just a big, big fangirl. But if you have a Canva Pro account, you can also upload your own fonts. So if you found a font that you love somewhere else and you want to swap that out, you can do that in a Canva Pro account. Yeah, I'm, you know, not sponsored, but we have been known to say Canva for president. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Such a helpful tool for, I mean, for so much in life, but especially for somebody planning a wedding. We love anything that can help make wedding planning more fun and less stressful. And that's why Greenvelope is a game changer. With over 7,000 five-star reviews and counting, it's clear why so many people agree. Greenvelope's online wedding invitations are easy on your budget while sacrificing nothing when it comes to style or quality. They have thousands of beautiful designs for everything wedding related, from engagement announcements to save the dates to formal wedding invitations, thank yous, and beyond. Plus, there are features galore to simplify your wedding RSVP process. Guests can RSVP with the click of a button, so you'll know in an instant which guests will be attending. And you can even include survey questions to ask guests about meal preferences, accommodations, and more. 
Greenvelope also makes communication with your guests stress-free. With their messaging center, you can keep in contact with your guest list at all times, whether you need to follow up or pivot your plans. Another thing we love is that Greenvelope ensures that your wedding invites won't just save trees, but that they will help build a sustainable future through partnerships with organizations like the National Forest Foundation and 1% for the Planet. There is no need to wait. Visit Greenvelope today by going to greenvelope.com BSB. The Planet will thank you and so will your bank account. So now that we've talked through all of these options for invitations, I want to hone in a little bit more on wedding websites because I do feel like it's something that people are like, oh yeah, we're going to have a wedding website. Everybody has a wedding website. But really, if we can talk through the functionality of why you have one and what the benefits are, um, you know, when we were talking about this episode and kind of doing some of our prep, you had mentioned a wedding website helps define boundaries between you and your guests so that you are not constantly having to field questions. And I thought that was so brilliant. It's such a common thing. I mean, just think about it. Like anybody coming to your wedding is going to have the same questions. Where should we stay? How are we getting here? What time does this happen? It's all the same stuff. And so it can get so tiring for you in the midst of everything else that you're doing to plan to have to answer those questions, you know, a hundred times over or for how many, however many guests that you're having. And so not only is this a tool that makes the experience really nice for your guests, it also makes the experience really nice for you. Absolutely. It's a great place to include all that information like hotel room blocks. If you've reserved room blocks for your guests, a lot of couples like to include cool things to do in the area, especially for your out of town guests, suggestions like your favorite restaurants and maybe including like, oh, this is our first date spot or something like, you know, cute details like that are always nice. Um, Also information about your wedding party. A lot of couples are opting to, you know, skip out on printing wedding programs, another additional expense of a printed item because they're putting their bios and photos and details about their wedding party on their website. It's a great way to cut down on questions, share as much information as possible, and alleviate the need for some of those printed items that you could otherwise skip. Another reason that I really love the website idea is that if you've been following along through any of the seasons, but especially this season of the podcast, something we have honed in on so much is starting with your values. And your wedding website is a place where you could like, you know, if you've done all this work to articulate that with your partner and figure out what they are, you can share that on your wedding website. And I think that would give your guests like such a nice little look into your relationship. It can make people feel like you've kind of set the tone for the wedding day and like they can kind of participate and feel involved in helping you create the vision that you're looking for you know getting creative with the ways that you share because you've already done this work there might as well be a place where you can put that and invite the people you love to share that yeah it's like your wedding mission statement or something (laughs) yeah absolutely. I love that another thing that I want to touch on is you know your wedding website is the perfect place to include information about your wedding registry Um, it's typically considered a bit of a faux pas to put it 
directly on your invitations, but it's a great way to communicate it by just putting that info on your wedding website. And usually you can include a link to wherever you're registered. So it makes it super easy for your guests to find the perfect gift for you. And, you know, going back to what we were talking about earlier, communicating changes, like things come up. You never know what surprises await you in, in the world as we've learned with the pandemic over the last couple of years. And so having a way to communicate any updates or changes or alters in your plans to your guests is made really, really easy with a wedding website. The thing about wedding websites is that you can put all of the information in the world on them, but it's like getting your guests to actually reference it that can sometimes be a challenge i like to say like you can lead a horse to water but you can't make them drink so just reiterating that over and over anytime you do get a question you don't have to be like sassy about it but you know you can easily just like send them the link to your website if they text you and that's just a great way to reinforce that all of the pertinent information is available on the website. And maybe even if you are getting questions that you haven't addressed on your website yet, you can use that as an opportunity to make an update because chances are if one person has that question, somebody else might too. And so especially with things like are kids allowed at the wedding or what is your you know suggested dress code or anything like that, those are great details to include on your website so that you don't have to weigh in on all your various friends outfit choices <laughs> because you don't have time for that you're planning a wedding similar to the conversation about needing technical skills or design skills for diy invitations wedding websites actually aren't all that complicated either luckily there are so many great platforms where you can create beautiful expertly designed websites they have lots of themes and stuff you can choose from and a lot of them are actually free i know that both the knot and minted have free options i think also zola has a free wedding website option and then there are ones that are you know might be paid for a small fee but include a lot more functionality like collecting more data than just a yes or no rsvp you could collect you know, meal preferences, if that's something you need to get, you could get information on if your guests have any food allergies that you need to be aware of. You can ask for suggestions for the DJ's playlist for your reception. Um, a lot of really cool additional features available on some of these platforms. I know on season two, we had Isla from websites on the show. And their platform is really cool. Actually, you can, you know, import your entire guest list into their platform. So it's not just collecting RSCPs. It's actually like a guest management system. And you can actually set privacy settings for each of your different wedding events. And so those certain guests who are invited to your rehearsal dinner, or maybe you have a day after brunch, they would be able to see those events, but maybe your general guest list who isn't included in those celebrations wouldn't see those kind of more exclusive events that are happening. And so it's really powerful, um, just will make your life a lot simpler, I think. Yeah, I think that's like the key thing to point out here is that 
it's especially when it comes to a wedding website it's not one of those things it's an added challenge for your wedding like another thing on the to-do list that you have to do it's actually one of the things that makes everything so much easier for you it's a digital tool it's technology that makes your life easier so we can't suggest it anymore and that said i would love to bring that back around with invitations and just remind us that invitations are supposed to serve as the communication method about your wedding. As much as there's pressure to have like this regal, beautiful printed thing, like, yes, that is amazing and that's a bonus and that's extra and that's great if you can do that. But the function of the invitation is simply communication. And so if you can remember that, I think it can help take some pressure off of you know, what you feel like you need to present to your guests to impress them or anything like that. I love that. It's it's definitely a good thing to keep in mind. That sound means it's time for Wedding Watch, a segment of the Bouquet Talks where we discuss iconic wedding moments from our favorite TV shows and movies. If you want to hit pause and watch the clip we're talking about today, head to our Wedding Watch playlist on YouTube. The link is in the show notes. This week's wedding watch is The Wedding Singer. One of my all-time favorite movies of all time. Not just wedding movies, but literally favorite movies. Top 10. A thousand percent. Yeah, and I was so upset when you told me that you love the movie, but you didn't know that there was a Broadway show. Um, Yes, there is a musical, The Wedding Singer. It is completely, completely, completely based on the movie and they nailed it. Like going back and watching the movie after being obsessed with the show, seeing how like every scene, every song is like truly based on something that happened in the movie. I, hot take maybe, but I think it's the best movie turned into a musical that has ever been done. It makes me want to cry that I haven't seen it. And is it even out still on Broadway? Like It's not on Broadway anymore. I mean, people do it regionally, but there's a cast album and I sometimes work out to it. So <laughs> you could 100% listen to it every day if you wanted. I have to admit, I still haven't had a chance to sit down and do that, but I want to do that now after this. <laughs> you, you must. So, okay. What, Jess, do you love so much about The Wedding Singer? I mean, it's about a lot of different weddings obviously the main character is is a wedding singer spoiler alert (laughs) uh adam sandler he is like i i I don't know i think i just grew up watching like every adam sandler movie my dad was like a big fan and so i think the most iconic part of the movie is the final scene where should we spoil this like i do think that it's been around long enough that if you haven't seen it yourself yet sorry yeah if you haven't seen this one yet that's your own fault but please go watch it um (laughs) but the final scene where robbie hart like sings to julia on the plane um to kind of win her back from her you know i guess at the time fiance his name is glenn is it glenn 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 gulia glenn gulia yeah (laughs) um and she'll be julia gulia gosh it's just (laughs) such a classic and billy idol shows up on the plane it's just like it's (laughs) such a moment and the i don't know something about like that serenading moment it's just like oh it gets you right in the feels and then it does 
And then, like, the final actual wedding scene is actually pretty short. But I feel like the moment is really that almost like it's not actually a proposal, but it kind of is, you know, on the plane where he's singing. And that exact song is in the musical, by the way. Um, What I really do also love about it, like, as you mentioned, it's about a bunch of weddings. And I think that because it's chronicling people that work weddings like because Julia is also a cocktail waitress at these weddings and so by the end what you've learned is that what happens at your wedding like what's involved at the wedding really doesn't matter it's like the person that you're doing it with is what matters the most so I feel like in terms of savvy values that we talk about all the time super high up on the savvy scale in terms of their actual wedding they really didn't give us enough to know how savvy their wedding was or not you know Typical things like that drive up costs are having a wedding band. So just the fact that he's a wedding singer and he's being hired at these events could put it a little up, you know, up a little bit higher. Um, Most of the weddings we see in this movie are at a catering hall and they are like carbon copies of each other. I love the scene where there's one where like everyone's in red. Yeah. It's just like a, maybe it's a Valentine's Day wedding or something, but everyone's in red and like they go for it. Like there's a theme, a red theme at this wedding, but it's so funny because everything is the same, just in red. (laughs) Yeah. It's also important to note that I think this is basically set in like the 80s. So like the fashion and style is very 80s vibes. Very 80s. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And so also just thinking about like the weddings people were planning and throwing at that time we're all pretty much like that. I'm I'm loving how we've moved as a society towards some other options for weddings. <laughs> yeah, it is true. Like a lot of, because you see Robbie Hart like singing at the same venue over and over and over for all these events, including like a bar mitzvah, I'm pretty sure at one point yep. in the movie. <laughs> and it's like the same generic venue that they are just like changing up the decor in. And so... I do think that nowadays there are so many more options for couples to choose from uh, that helps make things feel a little bit more unique and special across the board, but still got to hand it to them for really going with the themes to, to make their weddings stand out like that yeah. all, all red option you said. Yeah, I think that's fun because it it shows you that like even then when it was very, very cookie cutter of like you have it at, you know everybody living in that area had their wedding at this one venue <laughs> like that's basically what the movie is showing us and while that does still happen now it kind of gives you this juxtaposition of at that time it was like that's what you do you go to the local catering hall you have the three-tier white cake you have the wedding band like everything was really really prescribed and so I think what we can learn from that now is how much freedom there is in weddings now that you can do whatever you want. I keep coming back to the one that you went to that their ceremony was on an ice rink. <laughs> like, couldn't be further from what we saw in this movie. And it's so unique to them and so special. And so while you're getting to like relive this hilarious movie and <laughs> the Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore magic in the making, it's also a really great reminder of how much now we accept that weddings can be whatever the couple wants them to be. Yeah. I think it's also interesting, going back to a point you made earlier, the focus was so much more on the relationship between Robbie and Julia, whereas when she was planning her wedding to Glenn, it was all this stress about making these different wedding planning decisions and what things looked like and finding the dress. And of course, you know, with the magic of movie magic, everything magically got planned for that final wedding we didn't see the planning process but I do think 
it's kind of alluding to that, like in a symbolic way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So basically, Wedding Singer still stands up. We love it. Also, everybody listening to this must check out the cast album for the original Broadway cast recording of the Wedding Singer musical because it will change your life. I gotta listen to it. I gotta do that. It's on it's on my to-do list. Great. Right on top of that, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes our weekly wedding watch. Wanna hear us chat about one of your favorite scenes? DM us on Instagram and let us know what we need to watch and chat about on future episodes. So before we head out, I just want to also mention that we are going to link in the show notes a ton of different blog posts that are super helpful in terms of setting up your website and options that you can choose from, everything that you need to know. And we will also include our link for Canva. And if you actually use our link in the show notes, you'll get a free month of Canva Pro when you sign up. And so you can check out some of those like more advanced features if you want to utilize those for your wedding invitations. And in the show notes, we'll also share a link to the printables that we have on the website, which we discussed earlier. So you can browse all of those options that you have, learn a little bit more about how that works and see if that's the right option for you. Yay. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jess. And we'll be back soon with a new episode. Yay. You've been listening to The Bouquet Toss a podcast brought to you by The Budget Savvy Bride. We would love for you to join us in our free private community to get support and inspiration from other couples currently planning their weddings too. Consider the bouquet tossed in your direction so you can rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. As always, stay savvy and stay tuned for our next episode. That's what ransomware is all about. It's psychological pressure. Ransomware. When your computer's hacked into and your data held ransom. Attacks are on the rise and Russian gangs are making billions of dollars. The moment I got that message, I knew our greatest fears that we ever have are starting to come true. The post-Cold War era is over. Dot com, the hacking. A new season from Crowd Network with me, Katie Puckrick. Just search for dot com, that's D-O-T-C-O-M, and subscribe.